The year is 2019. The world finds itself at the end of several major franchises. The Marvel Infinity Saga, the Star Wars Skywalker Saga, and the 2010s. The list of atrocities and offenses perpetrated by President Donald Trump continues to grow, as do the number and severity of the natural disasters affecting the world. But amid all the chaos and the early days of what would become a global pandemic, there are glimmers of hope. Politicians from all over the country are throwing their hats into the ring in an effort to unseat Trump from his throne, and of course, amazing music continues to be released. Now, two podcasters are going to select two songs released in 2019, remove the best parts of each song, and stitch them together into a new monstrosity. This is Frankenstein's Jukebox. Welcome to Frankenstein's Jukebox. Hello, friends. It's me, James, and me, Dan. And we are we are in a we are now a decade back. We are we in are. a decade we aren't in anymore. Correct, Amundo. So it, we're going to be talking about 2019 this episode. Uh, if this is your first episode, what we do on the show, as I mentioned in the intro, is we each pick a song, pick out three things about the song that we love, take those three things shuffle them together and then see uh see what we get uh in the form of a new song concept concept or uh idea sometimes we flesh it out we've done this one time the one other time we fleshed it out we'll see what happens we'll We'll see see what happens the 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 frankenstein jukebox slogan (laughs) frankenstein's jukebox we'll see what happens (laughs) i I mean i i don't hate it i mean (laughs) could be worse could be Frankenstein's jukebox. Grave digging. Ever heard of it? <laughs> I was taking a sip of coffee, James. I know. <laughs> it's a video call, so I can time the time the things. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Dan has turned off their camera. <laughs> yes. So last time uh, in the 2020 episode, we each gave clues as to what artist we were going to be uh, revealing as our pick for uh, 2019. Daniel, I believe Mm. uh, you asked me to go first last time, so I'm going to ask you to go first this time. The hints that I had given were that the performer was born just uh, just a handful of days after I was. Same year and everything, just, you know, just a little bit afterwards. Just a little bit. Uh, And that their name was partially inspired by a song that would go on to be uh, in a very weird duet. So the song that I picked is Water Me by Lizzo. Yay! Uh, off of her album, Cause I Love You, which is a fantastic album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her n- performing name, Lizzo, is a combination of... Melissa is her, is her first name, and she went by Lizzo, and then inspired by Jay-Z's Izzo. Mm-hmm. She went and decided to go by Lizzo. Right. And the, the duet was the Collision Course EP with Linkin Park. 
Exactly. Which I think is excellent. I don't know about what our audience or you think, but I enjoy it quite a lot. Yes. And when I'm yes, listening indeed. to it, I, I, I hear uh, Mike Shinoda and Chester Bennington, and I'm like, you guys, you made it. Listen, listen, look at you. You have Jay-Z in, in with you. Good job, guys. So, Water Me by Lizzo is your pick. Yes. And my hint was that this band has been performing under the name that they perform under for longer than anyone else on my 2010s spreadsheet has been performing under their credited name. Convoluted? Yes. Yes. A little tricky for people to be able to guess. Right, exactly, because mostly because they don't get to see my spreadsheet because that would be, that'd be wild. That'd be wild if I published that. But the song that I picked is called Ransom, and it is by the band Blink-182. And the reason why it's so convoluted is that there were, there are other bands. Here's a, here's a, a future secret hint. There are other bands and performers on here that have been performing longer, but not under the name that I am pulling the song from. Amazing. So, uh, man, mine comes from the album Nine. You can hear me cover that on a Scavenger Network show called Blink and You'll Miss It, uh, season two, episode, I don't know, 37-ish? I don't know, it's in the, la- in the latter half. Yeah, so you can you can hear me talk a little bit and a very little bit more about uh, about that song uh, in that. I think I talked with Eamon about that song. Nice. Um, yeah. I, I am also on an episode mm-hmm. of that season, particularly mm-hmm. talking about another song off of that album. Indeed. Indeed you are. And if you want uh, a spoiler to an aspect that I very much enjoy from songs that I will be talking about at least two more times, or not more times, I'm not talking about it in this song, <laughs> but at least two times this decade, go listen to that episode and you'll hear me talk about a thing in songs that I absolutely love and two of them, two of my picks this decade are going to have that aspect. Do you want to talk about the three aspects of your song? Yes, definitely. Water Me is honestly probably not my favorite Lizzo song off of Cause I Love You. Mm. Sometimes it is. It honestly depends on my mood. Sure. Every single track on that album is incredible. Water Me is off, uh, technically off the deluxe version, mm-hmm. but it is so good. It's this, like, I don't want to say poppy, but like, it's a, a high energy song that has just like, like all of Lizzo's music, like, uplifting and super positive lyrics yeah and is just so much fun when i got to see lizzo live a couple years ago she had everyone before she performed the song she's like okay i'm about to play this song but i need everyone to practice yelling at the top of their lungs i am my inspiration Mm. and she had everyone do it several times there was a whole thing my so I was there with uh, my twin sister and a group of friends. My older sister and another group of friends had also gotten tickets and like we were all hanging out together because of course. Uh, and there was some emotion there mm-hmm. about my twin sister who had just gotten her PhD. Like it was mm. like this whole thing and like yelling about how she is her inspiration. And yeah. like my older sister and I locked eyes and had like an emotional moment because like she's also our inspiration, uh, and 
she was going to be moving to, I mean, at that point, she was going to be moving to Boston. She has been living in Boston now for a bit, but... uh, (laughs) In the future of the past, the past... Right. right, Yeah. And it was just kind of like a a bit of a crystallizing moment. It was very uh, emotional and great, but... It's it's such a great song. So the aspects that I am bringing in, and I promise I'm not going to bring this in for every song. I promise. But the baseline to this <laughs> is too good to not talk about. When I listened to this, I was about three seconds in, and I was like, I mean, they're going to do the baseline, right? Everyone's agreed. And the people in my head were like, yep. Yes. <laughs> um, I know that I am probably a little biased when it comes to fun bass lines being a bass player Mm -hmm. like that that was the instrument that i still play that i learned to play first yeah and so i love like a good just like this is this is almost an attacking bass line yeah right like it's very active it's driving and very it's funky yes so i have funky peppy bass line Mm -hmm. as one aspect uh, and I do have it written down in the spreadsheet. I promise I won't have this in every song. <laughs> Next up, an, an inspirational song, but more particularly inspiration about loving yourself and about taking pride in yourself and acknowledging that sometimes you are your inspiration, and that's great. Love it. So I just have it as about loving yourself because that's a little bit more simple. Yeah. Because that's honestly like it's just such a, a thread throughout so much of Lizzo's music, but particularly because I love you. Yeah. As an album, it's about loving yourself and not settling for anything less than what you deserve. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and I love that. And then the third aspect is self harmonizing. <laughs> uh, there are times, particularly the I am my inspiration parts, where uh, it's just several tracks of Lizzo harmonizing with herself. And I I love that. It's great. Uh, I've been doing a lot of additional music projects recently mm-hmm. where I have been harmonizing with myself. Check out my SoundCloud. You, you'll get to hear a lot of very weird all-star covers. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I really like when it's done well, which yeah. it's not not done on my SoundCloud, y'all. Just throwing that out there. Not done well. <laughs> but, yeah, so those are, those are the three aspects I'm bringing in. Yeah. How about... You. So this is a, a good, nice transition to uh, talking about my song. I decided that I would really love to watch a cooking show with Mark Hoppus and Lizzo. Yes. Um, I think it would that be would really be fun. <laughs> uh, they're both two very positive people and both very funny. And I think they would play off each other very, very well. Agreed. So with Ransom, the first aspect that I really like is a, uh, a thing that I like. Uh, commonly used in uh, punk rock covers uh, that I really like, where it, um, like Me First and the Gimme Gimmies or things that were attributed to no effects that weren't no effects from Napster. You know that you know that genre. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I'm not as familiar with things that were attributed to no effects that weren't no effects. I'm yeah. very familiar with things that were attributed to They Might Be Giants that aren't They Might mm, Be Giants. Sure. From yes, yes. 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 That sister genre. Yes. Absolutely. For sure. Um, and it's it's a it's a thing um, I personally like to refer to as dopio movimento, but what uh, most of the listeners will <laughs> will um, refer to as uh, like a a shift into double time, sort of just like it's now going faster. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's the it's the same tempo now. 
the layman might think it's some sort of tempo shift. <laughs> it's it's not. But it's a, it's a shift into double time uh, right around the middle of the song. It's where the song sort of turns a little bit. It really hits the punk part of pop punk yeah. at that point. I feel like that's where Matt Skiba kicks down the door and is like, remember, I'm here. <laughs> it, it, it is true. It's like, I'm taking over. Get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to go actually in order of the, of, the, of the song and not the order that I wrote them down. Cool. So it's going to be interesting to, uh, to put this together, Daniel. I'm interested because my third thing is a moment in the story where it shifts and you realize that it hasn't been about what you thought or that a character is revealed to have different motives or roles than it seemed. Because in Ransom, the first half of the song seems like you're listening to a song called Ransom. It's about this guy and this girl who who meet each other. They're sort of both adrift in life. He's like, we're going to go up to the mountains or whatever. And you're like, oh, God, oh, geez, Ransom, whatever. And and the shift, the line that shifts it into double time is, and now she's holding him for ransom. And I look at that from a like a literal sort of true crime aspect. But okay. even if you look at it from like a allegorical, metaphorical, like holding for ransom being like almost like holding hostage or whatever, um, it still is a shift from who is the aggressor, I guess. Yeah. So we don't need to necessarily have oh, it turns out that this person who really loves themselves turns out to be just an egomaniacal monster. But I would like there to be sort of a shift in the plot of like, oh, you thought it was this, but it's now that. I uh, I wrote down plot twist. Plot twist, yeah. Oh, that yeah, like that Chubby Checker song. Um, yes. So, come on, baby, do the plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's twist again like M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> and goes not like this. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, and then the uh, the last aspect, which is the second aspect that I have written down, is I was just, confused because earlier you said the third. I'm like, did I miss one? Yeah, we're going one three two. We're one three two. All right. Uh, is the drum solo? There's a a really fast like I don't know five second drum solo or whatever. Almost like. Travis is running out uh, the spindle that they've wound him up on because the song's over. But he's like, oh, crap, I still have a whole bunch of more drumming in me. I'm just going to do this and run out the clock a little bit. And then the song ends. Um, so it's like an energy release drum solo. Burning potential energy drum solo. I like it. Uh, sometimes when I'm thinking about the, the songs that we've picked and stuff, I think about them in the wrong way. And I basically just think about what would a mashup of these two songs sound like. And this would be a weird mashup, got to admit. It, it would be. We'd have to slow it. So, uh, Water Me is um, 113 BPM. Mm hmm. Uh, whereas Ransom is 100. Right. Uh, or or 200 if you're going into double time. Right, right. So, we'd have so, to slow down Water Me a lot or mm-hmm. speed up Ransom, but I don't think that's the right call. <laughs> and it's just if we're mashing them together. Sure, yeah, exactly. Is, so, uh, you know. Interesting. So, I think. Maybe we should attack the story first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to have, it's going to be about loving yourself, inspirational mm-hmm. about loving yourself, where there's a plot twist. I immediately had a thought on this. Okay, yes. Uh, obviously, we don't have to go with this. Yeah. But the idea that the narrator is talking to someone else, saying, like, when I see you, like, doubting yourself when I see you looking in the mirror and like criticizing yourself. It makes me sad because like you're awesome and you're wonderful and, and you, you have so much, you know, 
to go for, you know, so so much to offer and and all of this stuff, and yeah. then it turns out that the narrator is just talking to themselves. That's right where my head was too. So that's Beautiful. definitely where I we're doing. Yeah, it. yeah, I love it. <laughs> so I'm gonna put you equals me, which I think we should not have as the title. <laughs> yeah, I think you equals me, not the best title, but. Not the worst title. Not the, not the worst. People love equations. You know what? Who doesn't love math in their music? R- real quick, because yeah. I, I, we did say it wasn't the worst song title. What do you think is the worst song title? For this? Just in general. Oh, in general. Um, of a real song? Of a real song. Worst song title. Hmm. I think Winona, maybe Winona's Big Brown Beaver. That you know what? That's a real good. That's a real good one, though. Yeah, that's a real good one. Uh, yeah. I was I was gonna say that Johnny Cash's "I've Been Flushed from the Bathroom of Your Heart" mm. is mm-hmm. it great? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is better than though. Get your tongue out of my mouth because I'm kissing you goodbye uh-huh. by Ray Stevens. And when I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart, when you hear that, I kind of get excited because I'm like, all right. Let's let's hear let's hear what you've come up with, Mr. Cash. Like, what's going on here? Like a good like it's like oh, this blues song has a really weird title. I can't wait to find out how it works. Let's yep. hear it. So, um, okay. Yes, back to the song premise. So now let's. What if we did the first part is about how much you're awesome and how much I how much um, I don't want to say how much inspiration you give me because that's. Maybe a little. That's going a little too close to the sun, but like, like all the good things about you, and then the the temp, the time shift, or the um, you know, the increase in the shift into double time, um, is where it like you kind of burst through the mirror, and it's like it's you. I'm talking to myself, sort of thing. Like where it's like, I like it. I like it. You know, self harmonizing on this song concept is pretty great. Agree. Like, like as like a meta sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah, that works out. I think real well. What if? Ooh, what if we didn't do self harmonizing until the second half? <laughs> I love when we have the same idea at the same time. Oh yes, yeah. definitely. No self harmonizing until second half. Right, and I think I would advocate for putting the well. I would advocate maybe putting the drum solo as the transition into without the, question. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. And then just a funky, just a funky bass. Just a funky bass line, and I think my my thought for that is that like the bass shifts into double time in a way that basically it's playing the exact same notes just at at you know twice the speed uh, right. or not like twice. I'm trying to think of a good way. Uh, do you know uh, the song Manhattan Project by Rush? No. Okay. Uh, for our listeners, basically, uh, I'm thinking of that style of switch of the, the choruses they have, the slow chorus and the fast chorus, basically mm. the, that same style of like... Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's this bit, but then it's the same thing just sped up in a very interesting... I feel like the same thing but sped up is is not a great way of phrasing what I'm trying to say. But, but like, it's, the, it's the same... Your your hands are moving the same way. It's just they're moving faster, more or less. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that's great. And so you kind of want it to be slinky at the you know single time or half time. It's not half time if it's double time because that's four times. But like, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Math again. Uh, 
Yeah, but, but yeah, so you want kind of slinky, slinky, and then when it speeds up, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then that yeah that peps it up into the into the double time part. Thoughts on thoughts on genre? Well, I I can't get ska out of my head, and I know that that's here's the thing. <laughs> Same. And I don't know if that's just because of the shift to double time yeah, and, the, and the active base. Should uh, we actively avoid ska? I would be in favor of actively avoiding ska, if not just for the challenge of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's see. What genre should we have it be? I mean, part of me wants to go like just kind of generic pop rock, but mm. I... I Again, I don't feel like that's a, a lot of a challenge. Yeah. Not that every song needs to be a challenge, but... Mm. <laughs> we, I know both of us, and we're going to make every song a challenge. I'll agree that they don't need to be. I'll agree to that statement. Yeah. <laughs> My client will agree to that. <laughs> it's, you know, it's interesting to think about, because, like, I guess I don't know country a lot beyond Johnny Cash uh, Christmas Gene Autry and like some various pop country with mixed results good or bad whatever um it's sort of hard to picture a a shift to double time in, in a country song here's the thing that I'm going to say and I'm worried but fall out from from listeners uh-huh the reason that you can't picture any of that is because country music lacks complexity Mm. that's part of it part of its charm i think to some people and part of how it as a genre caught on was like it's it's kind of like especially in the the classic country western style Mm -hmm. was a variation on blues and was very kind of simplistic yeah and then pop country blends right a very formulaic genre with a very simple genre and there's no complexity there which is not the main reason that i hate pop country sure but one of several thousand reasons why i hate pop country sure and let me let me put this oh also i've listened to a surprising amount of loretta lynn between now and and a year ago um just because of my list and how spotify works and stuff fine with loretta lynn She's pretty great. Yes. Like, old country, I am a fan of. I would say old country by anyone, newer country by women or people presenting as women. Non, I think bro country is where I want to just sort of excise that from my brain. But I think that that I've often found that I can handle most pop country from female presenting singers. Okay. You know, I had to grow into that a little bit. But, uh, yeah. I will say Orange Blossom Special on Folsom Prison. I think that the core, the the, the speed sort of picks up uh, when they're doing the, the harmonica part. Yes. Like the drums. Actually, that's the only one that I can think of that even comes close. But, yeah. So, maybe country should be out. I am good with taking country out. We'll come back for country at, in, at a later date. At maybe. some point. We yeah. will do yeah. country. Yeah. Just I, I'm I'm not throwing that out in you know forever, because just because I'm not a fan of the of the genre. Right. I th- I think the thing is that I want I want to challenge us, but I also don't want to talk out of school, because I was like, oh, let's do salsa, and I was like, James, say one thing about salsa. 
I was like, good point. Let's move on. It's tasty on chips. Exactly. Like, I think it'd be cool, you know, it'd be cool to have that sound, but I don't know the genre enough to talk about it in an in-depth way. Uh, So I think we maybe should move into an area where we, where we are able to talk about sort of specifics. Yeah. Um, what do you think about like a hard rock or, or like, obviously like saying classic rock is, is weird when we're talking about writing a new song, but you know, there's several popular harder rock songs that start out slow and then build to a much bigger pace uh, and a, a bigger feel like Stairway to Heaven or Freebird. Yeah, sure. And so I think that that could fit well into the shift to double time. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. And then, yeah, I think so if you if you come in with like an acoustic and sort of a almost like a like a really slow pace, like a sort of meandering sort of pace at the beginning. And then you kind of have like at the at the midway point. It's almost like you hear in a cool way, not in a way that I'm picturing in my head, which is like late 2000s pop metal punk sort of stuff, but have like the almost like the guitars turn up and then the drum solo happens and then it's going faster. But I think that if we had a cool like it goes into like I mean, like I'm actually thinking of when I when I thought about the mirror breaking and stuff, Mm -hmm. I was thinking, of course, like smash the mirror. Yeah. So we could almost do like a sound effect going into a drum solo and the speed picking up. Yeah, I was uh, I had thought about like having like the the squeal of feedback from a guitar and like we could kind of have that like fade in then a sound effect of a mirror breaking and then going into the into the solo. Or do we want it the solo ending with a mirror breaking? I like it beginning. I like it. I like I like that the other side is the is where your reflection who you've been addressing is. And over there, it's a fucking party. Like it's double. Hey, it's 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 a double speed because uh, it's two of you. Yes. I was also thinking uh, if we want to keep it on the uh, uh, Linkin Park connection uh, to Lizzo, the beginning of Linkin Park's second album, Meteora, Mm -hmm. has this like intro that it goes into the actual first track with the sound of a gla- of glass shattering, and then it goes into the thing. Nice. Um, that is more of a, like, it's picking up speed, it's picking up speed, it's picking up speed, it's breaking through, almost like a Willy Wonka sort of situation. <laughs> Do you have, I bet not a lot of people connect Linkin Park and Willy Wonka. <laughs> you know what? I think more people might than, than <laughs> maybe, you would imagine. Maybe I'm not giving people enough credit. There's no single way of knowing. How I'm about to break. Which wine glass I am throwing. <laughs> <laughs> crawling through a world of imagination jeez <laughs> oh, uh, I know both of our brains are now just swirling with Linkin Park Willy Wonka mashups mm-hmm. oh no tune in to our sister podcast <laughs> Linkin Wonka yeah Linkin Wonka I think is Willy Linka <laughs> That just sounds like a guy you know. Yeah, this is a problem. <sighs> All right, so yeah, I think I think if we if we separate it with like we're sort of doing like almost like a concept song at this point where it's like the feedback breaks through the glass and then you're into into the double time sort of uh, breakdown. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then and the bass speeds up to to, to double time and 
the harmonies speed up to two people or more? Two or more people? Okay, so it starts off sort of a, almost like a ballad, like a, a love song to some, to some unnamed person. Yeah. What happens on the other side? That's a great question. You can't be like, drum solo, it was me, song ends. Like, or... <laughs> now you say you can't. I mean, maybe you can. I just pictured Freddie Mercury just operatically going, it was me, 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 song ends. <laughs> I do like the idea of having something more there. As, as funny as... <laughs> I was singing to myself. <laughs> Do you guys get it? It's it's the thing where... Do you, go back to the beginning if you don't get it. <laughs> if we pulled back to like a, like a first person and then I walked out of whatever, I don't know how... I don't know how to do that, but in like the, in like the music video, it would be addressing someone and then you'd see that it was a mirror, breakthrough, and then something... Like they walk out of the the bathroom with like a new vim and vigor sort yeah. of deal. I, I, I like that. It's going to kind of be, but I'm hoping in a better execution, like the plot twist in Everything You Want by Vertical Horizon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where it goes I from am everything he is or... everything you want to right. I am everything you want. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, like, a yeah. I also, if we put something in the beginning part about like, uh, if you and I stick together, we're, we're unstoppable. And then break through the mirror and be like, if you and I stick together, we're unstoppable. But somehow reveal that it's 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 me. It's the it's the me. You know, like I, <laughs> I can't get out of like an '80s prog rock area. I'm like as I join hands with my mirror self, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dream Theater's on the phone. Oh, gotta go. Oh, I have no. a new gig. <laughs> but yeah, like like I think the thing of like you think it's like a love song to someone and like almost sounds like that like standard codependent love song sort of sound into like i just need myself i just need you know confident double time james to be there with me and then i'm good yeah yeah i think maybe that's how we do it is we we use the phrase like myself or like if we stick together and then that turns into like if i stick to my guns i'm unstoppable or something if i stick with myself i'm unstoppable what if it's not um what if in the in the in the slow part it's if you believe in me I'm unstoppable and then when we shift it's if I believe in myself I'm unstoppable that saying that out loud sounds corny but I loved it in my head I don't know how you feel about that No I very much love it Okay good 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 I think I think I'd like to add a like an it's clear to me at the beginning of that cuz then it can be like it's clear to me that if you believe in me I you know it's clear to see if you believe in me I can do anything or whatever. And then, you know, it's clear to me, or it's clear to see that if I believe in myself, just I want to, I love the, like, a parallel structure sort of situation. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the, like, I, I think this sort of, like, plot twist it yeah. works really well in those mirrored verses, right? Yeah, yeah. No yeah. no pun intended with the mirror. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Mirror, yeah. Ah, I like this a lot. I like it, too. And you know what I love about this show? I never know what what we're going to come up with. And I love that. Same. Like, no idea. No clue. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think it's 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 always so, like, out there and open. Yeah. And that's so much fun. I mean, I think I think we got it. 
Yeah. Title of the song. Title of the song. Um, Man in the Mirror. No, hold on. No. <laughs> I kind of want the title to be a palindrome, but mm. not like an obvious one. Not like it, it being obvious. It could. How about this? How about this? We name it Anna. Hmm. And it starts off as if we are singing to Anna, and then it turns out to be Anna singing to herself. Uh-huh. And of course, we get Anna Kendrick to do the vocals oh. for us. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Whatever song we came up with was going to be that. Yeah, but no, I think uh, like having Anna gives us that palindromic name without being like super obvious about it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, ode. <laughs> Hold on. Ode to Anna Otito. <laughs> uh, so maybe not. Maybe just Anna. Let's I mean, just call it. Ode to Anna Otito is pretty funny. Now hold on. Before I, I'm I'm on board the let's just call it Anna. But what if we call it Anna Otito? So it takes out the it's a palindrome thing, but it still has ode to in it. So it's like, but the reflection, that seems like a lot of work. Let's just do Anna. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm good with either Anna or Ode to Anna Otito. (laughs) How how about this? I'm going to write down both. Okay. And then once once we've got the song written, uh, then we'll (laughs) see which one it feels more like. And I knew as I came out of Toledo, I would write an ode. Anna Otito. Listen, if we were doing country western, that would be... <laughs> Crap, we said no! <laughs> it would be Ode to Anna Otito, <laughs> hailing from Toledo all day long, but... I like Anna Otito. She comes right from Toledo. Exactly. Dear Lizzo, we have new lyrics for you. That's right. Just two, though. That's it. That's all that you get. <sighs> I think we've done it. I I'm, think so. I'm excited to, to see... What if we, if anything, we flesh this out as? Because I think it could be very cool. I'm going to start breaking glass and recording that uh, just as soon as I can. So here's the thing. I do, since I, I do a lot of, you know, podcast editing and, and kind of uh, sound design stuff, I've got a whole bank of glass breaking <laughs> sounds. So don't break any of your stuff. <laughs> I've got it covered. We're fine. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Unless no, you want to break stuff. No, Chris, and cancel the shipment of martini. It's fine. It's fine. You don't need to. Okay. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> extra fragile martini glass. <laughs> oh, they're going to break. All right. So I think we should wrap up. But let, before we do that, let's give our hints for, for 2018, for our songs for 2018. Yes. I'm going to go first because mine is incredibly short. Okay. Here, here's my hint. Um, also, listener slash Daniel, if these are too hard of hints, let me know. Cause yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this works. I'm not some sort of puzzle master, like some people on this call. I'm not a puzzle master. I is that a is that a rank? A lot of is that like a rank? Can you be like? Can you achieve puzzle master? I think so. Ah, uh, okay. Jigsaw's Gambit. It's the Queen's Gambit and Saw mashup we've all been looking for. Um, yep. <laughs> all right, so here's my hint. Master Ambassador and Tough Bandit. Tough is spelled T-U-F-F. 
Everything else is spelled like you would like you would spell it. I'm sorry. Give that to me one more time. <laughs> Master ambassador and tough bandit with T U F F. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. My hint is going to be the happening. Okay. And that hint, like once you get the gist of the happening by M. Night mm-hmm. Shyamalan, the hint I'm trying to give there, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of esoteric. Uh, so this mm-hmm. is probably a very bad hint, but there's a, it's a very specific part of the thing that I'm referencing. I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, uh, but that's going to be my hint for 2018. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Well, listener, this is the end of this episode, so let's do a little social media. Let's do uh, a little social media. You know, let's do just a little social media. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Frank's Jukebox. That's spelled just how you'd spell it. That's right. Individually, you can find me at Unabashed James. And you can find me at Dantendo64. If you follow us on any of those, I think, because I think we both retweeted it, uh, you can follow the playlist of the songs that we've covered and and presented on this show. And if you don't, can't find that or for whatever reason, just let me know and we'll, we'll, we'll get that link to you. So you can keep sort of up to date and listen to sort of what we're talking about and uh, yeah, and all that stuff. So I think that's it. Is that yeah, it? I think that's it. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Daniel, thank you for for being a part of this this unholy matrimony ha, uh, that from the other one that we've been part of, and I will talk to you next. I'll talk to you last year. I'll talk to you last year. That's yeah. it. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Cut and print. I'll talk to you last year. <laughs> uh, thank you as well for for doing this with me. This is so yeah. much fun, and I love it. Uh, yeah, bud. Yeah. I'll talk to you last year. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody.